more. Glorious day, fellow traveler. Welcome to Science and God with Dr. G. That's me, Dr. Michael Gillen, physicist, astronomer, mathematician, and Christian. That's right. Living, breathing evidence that science and Christianity are not mortal enemies, but good friends. Actually, an awesome power couple. Tear down your plexiglass walls. You know, during the COVID pandemic, plexiglass barriers went up everywhere, right? In stores, they separated cashiers from customers. In hotels, they separated the front desk from guests. In restaurants, they separated individual dining tables, all in the name of protecting us from the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Totally understandable. In recent months, a lot of the plexiglass barriers have been coming down, but many still remain. For instance, I was at an airport recently, and there were plexiglass barriers all along the zigzagging security line. And I have the impression they're going to be permanent, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But all of this got me to thinking about the plexiglass barriers you and I erect in our own lives, okay? And those are not good. <laughs> and these are barriers very different than all the other walls you come across in life. For instance, we hear a lot about glass ceilings. Those are barriers other people place on you, like at work. You might not get promoted, for example, because your boss is prejudiced or might not see your full potential for one reason or another. We also hear a lot about brick walls, right? Those are barriers caused by your running out of steam after, after you've given something your all. It doesn't mean you've quit for good. It just means you don't know how to proceed at the moment. We also hear a lot about mental and physical challenges. Those are barriers caused by genuine weaknesses you might have. You know, problems that are beyond your control to remedy. Problems not even modern science can fix. By contrast, plexiglass barriers are walls entirely of your own making. A plexiglass barrier is an invisible barrier that keeps you from doing something important. It's a self-imposed wall that exists because something deep down inside of you says, don't even bother trying. It's too risky. Odds are it'll never happen. Hey, it's way out of your league. You know, these are voices talking inside your head. You know what I'm saying. In other words, my fellow traveler, plexiglass barriers are not made of plexiglass. They're made of fear, just like all the plexiglass barriers we put up during the COVID pandemic. What's more, plexiglass barriers are transparent. That means that you can actually see what you want out of life, but fear, fear is keeping you from it. 
And finally, plexiglass barriers are tougher than glass or brick, both of which you can easily shatter with a hammer. To break through a plexiglass barrier, to get past your fear, isn't so easy. It takes a whole lot of extra effort. You know, the COVID pandemic made that perfectly clear, right? In many ways, fear was a more potent virus than the virus itself. Even today, you know, you still see drivers in their cars alone barreling down the freeway with masks on. I saw them just the other day. You still see people in the great outdoors all masked up instead of breathing in the healthy, fresh air. Some of these folks, of course, might have medical conditions that make them extra vulnerable to infection. So you can understand why they're still all masked up, right? But I know of a lot of people, and I bet you do too, who simply can't let go of their fear. For no scientific or medical reasons, they're still hiding behind masks and plastic shields because of unreasonable fear. Honestly, I have relatives like that. <laughs> I hate to, uh, to confess that, but it's true. Even now, they refuse visitors who haven't been fully vaccinated and don't agree to mask up. It doesn't even matter if the would-be visitors test negative for COVID. These relatives, and I love them, feel more comfortable hiding behind their plexiglass barriers than spending time with those they love and who love them. It's really, really sad. Scientific studies show that, on average, we begin fearing things in life at around age 8 to 12 months. Think about that. Studies also show that as adults, most of us, about 60% of us, admit to having at least one unreasonable fear. Okay, it could be fear of heights, you know, fear of spiders, or fear of closed spaces. Whatever it is, it's a fear that isn't entirely justified when analyzed objectively. Plexiglass barriers come under that category. They're fears that aren't entirely justified by your circumstances. You know, as the old saying goes, it's all or mostly all in your head. Anyway, let me give you three examples of what I mean. Okay, here we go. Example number one. You never graduated from high school because you got pregnant at a young age and didn't want to have an abortion. You've scraped by as a single mom, but now that your child is old enough for school, you've started flirting with the idea of getting your GED. But you're afraid that you're too old now and the world has passed you by, that you don't have the money or the time or even the smarts to make it happen. And so you just keep putting it off and putting it off, hiding behind your plexiglass barrier. Example number two. You've always loved the idea of owning your own business, but life took you in a different direction. You got married and 
now have a wife and kids. You make a decent living, enough to keep food on the table, pay the bills, and splurge on annual family vacations. But at night, when it's dark and quiet, you wonder, what if, what if I opened my own business? But then morning comes and up goes the plexiglass barrier again. As you prepare for work, you shake your head and think to yourself, oh, come on, get real. It's never going to happen. Example number three. You were reared by parents who believe only in things that are physical and logical. That's their entire reality. Believing in God? <laughs> That's worse than nonsense. It's a dangerous lowbrow superstition for weaklings who've plagued human history with violence and bigotry. When you were younger, you bought into their devout atheism. But now that you're in college, you're not so sure that everything can be explained materially and logically. At the same time, you're worried about how your atheist parents and friends will react if you share your misgivings with them. They'll think you've lost your mind, that you've drunk the Kool-Aid. So you decide to keep your thoughts to yourself. For now, at least, it's easier to hide behind your plexiglass barrier, to go along in order to get along. Now, according to science, my friend, the best way to overcome your fear is to face it. Psychologists call it exposure therapy. So, in our first example, the best way for the single mom to blow past her plexiglass barrier is to stop making excuses and immediately enroll in a GED program, either online or in person. I've put a link in my show notes below that shows you how to do that, okay? In our second example, the best way for the man to blow past his plexiglass barrier is to stop dreaming and start doing. For starters, he should have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with his wife and embark on the journey together. In the United States, the Small Business Administration lays out the 10 steps it takes to start your own business. I've put a link to that website as well in my show notes. And finally, in the third example, the best way for the young person to blow past his or her plexiglass barrier is to stop being afraid of what others think. Start by being open about your doubts and seeking like-minded persons. For instance, start attending social events on or near your college campus that are sponsored by a neighborhood house of worship. It's always easier to open up when you discover that many other young people are asking the very same deep questions you are. You are not alone. I've put a link in my show notes to a nationwide group of campus-based ministries. It's been started by my dear friend and colleague, Dr. Rice Brooks, who's the author of the best-selling book, God's Not Dead. And by the way, whenever I can, I join him on stage at his campus events. It's a whole lot of fun. So I can tell you from firsthand experience, students love these events because they're always fun and thought-provoking.
Anyway, something to think about. So then what about you, my fellow traveler? What are your plexiglass walls? What irrational fears are keeping you back from doing something important? From busting out of your self-imposed prison and living your life boldly, not fearfully. Science tells you to face your fears, to stop making excuses, to stop procrastinating, to stop cowering in fear and trembling about what might go wrong if you dare to tear down your plexiglass walls. And guess what? The Bible wholeheartedly agrees with science about that. In verse after verse, God himself doesn't just ask you to face your fears. He commands you to do it. Quote, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. End quote. You see what the Bible is saying? If you live in fear, my friend, you're declaring loud and clear that you don't buy God's promise, that you seriously doubt He's going to be there for you through thick and thin. Put another way, when you live in fear, listen to me, you're revealing to everyone that there's a plexiglass barrier between you and God himself. You see him, but you're separated from him. You're separated from his love and protection. And that's why you're living in fear. Make no mistake about it. Remove that one plexiglass barrier, the one separating you right now from God, and all the other plexiglass barriers in your life will come crashing down like the walls of Jericho. That's what the Bible is saying to you. For I am convinced that nothing in all of creation can separate me from the love of God. For the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? That's the Bible speaking to you, my friend. Now, let me be crystal clear about this, okay? God doesn't want you to live recklessly. No, he doesn't want you to abandon all fear. That's not what I'm saying, and that's not what the Bible is saying. Fear protects you from real dangers. That's why God wired that into you. But the fears we're talking about here arise from not real dangers, but imagined dangers. Big difference. Dangers and doubts that you have planted in your mind. They're not glass ceilings. No boss, no society is keeping you down. You, yourself, are keeping you down. These are not brick walls that we're talking about here. It's not about you reaching your limit. You haven't even bothered to discover your limit. We're talking here about plexiglass 
barriers. Walls you can see through, but because of all kinds of excuses, you can't get through. Walls that are extra tough because they're made of 100% unadulterated fear. Walls that you've put up and that only you can take down. And it starts with taking down that one plexiglass barrier that stands between you and God, between you and his protection, between you and something that no exposure therapy can ever possibly give you. What is that? I give you peace, says Jesus. It isn't like the peace the world can give. It's the kind of peace only I can give. So then, Jesus says, don't be worried and don't be afraid. Okay, that's it for now. Remember, this podcast is not a lecture series. It's a conversation. So now it's your turn. Comments, questions, I'm eager to hear from you. There's all kinds of ways you can connect up with me via my social media links in the show notes below. Till next time, I'm still Dr. G saying, I love science, I love God, I also love you, my fellow traveler. Thanks for listening.